Hey there, it's Joel with Pat the Zion Podcast, and we are back here rediscovering the ancient way. Thank you for tuning in for just a couple minutes here today. I am home today. Um, in our household, we are honoring, remembering, memorializing New Moon Day. And uh, so it's a day that's just marked. It's a little bit different than every other. And um, Yahweh's ways are good. His ways are perfect. And I will just say before we get started that there is just something beautiful about walking in his ways and abandoning our own and putting our own plans, our own desires, our own even responsibilities in their proper order underneath honoring his set apart times. And so wherever you are with that, just consider that, won't you? Um, are you doing that in your life um, to a magnitude that sometimes makes things a little difficult in the natural course of life, but is the, the blessings are, are immeasurable? Um, today I want to talk to you for just a couple minutes about Luke chapter 22. Um, there is this, this ongoing account of Yeshua. He is nearing the end of his life. And in the Luke account is specifically, as the, he is in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he is, he is I would like to say, he, he's just wrestling with his natural man. He's fully Elohim and fully man, Adam. And he's just having to face the ultimate laying down of his life. He's, he's lived a life of, of being a suffering servant. His entire life was self-denial, abandoning his own will for the Father. He did, he did nothing of his own initiative. He only spoke what the Father spoke. He was the ultimate servant, and which is why he became our, our, our one true example, our model, um, the firstborn of many brethren, so that we can walk as he walked, empowered by Holy Spirit now in a new covenant reality. And so he's in the garden, and he, he is, of course, with his taught ones, his closest brothers, his closest friends. And here at the end, we, we pick up in verse 47, and I just want to read a few verses. This will only take a couple minutes. While he, Yeshua, was still speaking, behold, a multitude came, and the one called Judas, one of the twelve, was preceding them and he approached yeshua to kiss him but yeshua said to him judas are you betraying the son of man with a kiss and when those who were around him saw what was going to happen they said lord shall we strike with the sword verse 50 and a certain one of them struck the slave of the high priest and cut off his right ear but yeshua answered and said stop <laughs> no more of this and he touched his ear, and he healed the man. So here's, here's my thoughts towards this. Something very practical for us to consider. What are we doing today that we are convinced is God's will? What Yeshua, Jesus, would want us to do. Who he would want us to be, what he wants us to do on his behalf whether it's do this, do that, go here, go there, surely it's God's will, surely. Maybe we even stop and ask the question. Whether we are communicating with our great high priest, Yeshua Messiah, as he rules and reigns in the heavenlies and, and mediates on our behalf. Whether we're communing with the Father, we are striving for his will we're crying out for his will to be accomplished in our life and for us to find in any way his good and pleasing and right will for ourselves for our households for our friends and neighbors and strangers 
that he leads our paths to cross. And here's the thing. The question was asked, okay, a certain one of them, one of his taught ones, in verse um, 49, he asks Yeshua, Lord, shall we strike with the sword? But the problem is, in verse 50, no time has seemingly transpired, and a certain one of them struck the slave of the high priest and cut off his right ear. Here's the thing. Are you waiting for an answer before you move? Are you waiting to do an action? Are you waiting to do something, even in your zeal now? These, these men loved Messiah. Now, they didn't understand his, his, his fulfillment, I would say, because as any one of us, they wanted a natural king. They wanted a supernatural king who could over, overrule, override, uh, um, supernaturally rule and reign on the earth. But they also wanted a king who would sit upon a, a natural throne and rule, and they could, of course, be his, his subjects. But Yeshua didn't fit that example. And I think his, his most taught ones, the disciples, were, were always trying to figure out this, this Messiah man, and he just doesn't make sense. He doesn't defend himself. He doesn't rise up and, 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 and show his strength that we know he has, even with the temptation uh, of all the things that Hasatan brought to Messiah. He could have done all those things. He could have called forth angels to catch him and rescue him. He could have turned stones to bread. He could have done all these things. But yet, he, he operated above those things. He was not merely moved according to natural circumstances like you and I most times are. He was above that, friend. He wasn't above that in just super deity, superhumanness. He chose to function according to the will of the Father at every moment. Why? To accomplish Father's purposes, which he knew could only come this way. Now, of course, he cried out, is there any other way? Right here in the same text, is there any other way, Father? If there's any other way, please let me go that way. But if not, I will go all the way to literally lay down my physical, natural life. I will do that in obedience, which, of course, he did. And so here's my point. We see these men say, shall we strike with the sword? Okay, we have to do something for Yeshua, for the Messiah on his behalf. We have to do something right now. <laughs> and before waiting for an answer, we see no answer here in Luke 22. Before there's an answer, there's an action. And guess what, friend? In that zeal, in that righteous zeal, the action is wrong. The action actually opposes Messiah's plan. It opposes his function to go all the way unto death and purchase the right to become our great high priest. And so, friends, learn to sit and to wait. Even you zealous ones, I'm a zealous guy, I can be a zealous guy. I get it. But it's not enough to ask for direction. We have to ask, and then we got to sit down and wait. Even when, even when it seems this isn't right, I have to do something. I have to take an action. We could easily justify these men's actions. Well, they're trying to 
protect Jesus. They're trying to preserve Yeshua's life. But here's the thing that opposed the plan. They were actually, and here's the heart of this, and then I'll quit talking. The most zealous, righteous act of these men, seemingly, seemed right. To preserve Yeshua's life actually was stopping Yeshua's function and purpose. And so here's the thing. What if this applies to us? How do we get in the way? Even in our own zeal, we want to do Father's will. We want to stand up for Messiah. We want to defend whatever. We want to defend biblical cosmology. We want to defend the gospel. We want to defend the cross. We want to go get the bad guys. That's the big thing of the hour. We want to take down the bad guys and rip off the veil of darkness and expose the lies. Friend, we better make sure that that's in fact what the Father wants. We better make sure before we step out and take off the ear of the enemy that that's what Yeshua is wanting. We better make sure that's what the Spirit's saying. Because, friend, these men were opposing Yahweh's plan and literally standing in front of Messiah and blocking, attempting to block, they couldn't, they were attempting to block what had to take place for the redemption of man. And so think on that today, won't you? Luke chapter 22, just a little bit of the account of the zealous ones taking off the ear of the enemy to, to set Yeshua free. You know what, friends? We are here and we have a function. We have a responsibility, yes and amen. But he will handle his business. He is the righteous judge. He is the one who will come and he's going to make it very clear that he sits in his proper place, executing the will of his wonderful father, Yahweh Elohim. So let us get in our place. Let's just get in our place. Let's be willing. I, I did an article or a video or both on this year, maybe 10, 12 years ago, about put the knife in the sheath. Maybe I'll find that link to it here if I can even remember where in the world that was. About how we get all worked up to, to do God's bidding. So many men, like manly, masculine men, we're going to take out the enemy. You know what, friend? The Father may be saying, how about you sit down and be quiet? How about you just sit down and pray? How about you just chill for a little bit and put down the knife? <laughs> so let's think about that, won't you? I hope you're having a great day today. I want to encourage you to stop and think about, what's Yahweh's calendar? And I'm not, Am I living according to my own calendar? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday... Or am I on Yahweh's calendar that was established in his beautiful Moedim at the beginning of all things in the book of Genesis? Think about those things. Hopefully you're doing well wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Be blessed. Thank you for watching. Check us out over at patdesign.com. Amen.